Welcome to the fourth episode of the Charles Little Podcast with Michael Lofton. We are recording now. You're going to hear us on Thursday, uh, but I think we're going to get this up uh, and rolling uh, here for you for the weekend listening as always. And uh, without further ado, it is time to welcome the host, Charles Little. What's going on, sir? How are we living out there? How are we living? Lofton, how are you feeling, man? Man. Oof. Man, I'm just been. I honestly, this has been an interesting week. Just getting back from traveling, I'm kind of in my feelings right now. I haven't got any support from you on these things. We'll get into that a little bit later. If anything, oh, yeah. I fear more ridicule oh, from you. I'm just Are you real mad. <laughs> yeah, man, and I'm man, and my life is all red, gunning for it. If you get that right there, <laughs> but it is what it is, man. It's, we haven't talked since. You know, cats are mad that people have lost. I mean, you don't know how this feels, but uh, when, you know, Dayton loses four times at home for the year, your senior year, I mean, you put up a donut on the right-hand side. Uh, all all W's, man, which is, uh, man, that's something I'm going to share with you uh, later on today uh, via time hop uh, in relation to that day, man. It's eight years ago today. Do you know that? It's 10 years ago today? Do you know what? this? Ten years ago today was your senior day, brother. Oh, that's crazy. That's like that's yeah, that's a long ass time ago. You getting it feels old? Like yesterday, but still, still long, long time ago. Say what? I said, I, man, what's up with you? I'm sure you signed up for a registration for your reunion. I did, I did, I did. I got that done like two days ago. So uh, definitely looking forward to the ten year. All right, Pop up, kick it with the folks. Yeah, we're gonna get into that in our senior night uh, discussion, but. Um, Folks, uh, Charles wanted to switch it up a little bit today. Want to bring in um, a little bit of lighter mood, and so we couldn't just stop with start with uh, start with one uh, tweet of the week. Uh, so we have two for you. Uh, and the good thing about this is that this is always a surprise for Charles. He doesn't know which one is uh, going to be coming in. So this is this is always great uh, for us to be able to use. So uh, here we go with it, Charles Little. And once again, he has no idea. Actually, we were actually going to put it. So this was six days ago, but it's still within the week. And Charles, we need your reaction. A designer bulletproof vest is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Okay, Charles, first of all, where did you see a designer bulletproof vest? What oh. Netflix movie were you watching where this came up? I don't remember this in paid in full or anything of that nature. So... Where did you see this, my man? Uh, I, I got I got sucked into a into a wormhole on my uh, Instagram Explorer page. If I'm gonna be all the way honest, and um, you've seen a lot of rappers wearing these uh, these vests, you know, these, these tactical vests, and uh, making you know doing their fashion thing with it. And I just happened to see uh, on there there was a guy he had a a Louis Vuitton bulletproof vest, and I had just had enough in that moment. And I'm just not understanding the connection between like a bulletproof vest and like high fashion. It's just they lost me on that one. Like so, like I don't know. It's like just like that's just, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's 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 just dumb. It's like if people started wearing like designer like ski mask. It's like why what? That's, that's what we're doing now. So nah, I'm like that was just unnecessary. Ah, 
Like, well, don't fall down that rabbit hole again, brother. We just we were completely thrown off. I didn't know that we were doing that. This isn't get rich or die trying. Fifty taking off the vest in the movie. I, definitely, definitely. Like, man, what are we doing here, people? Classic watch, by the way, but for sure. Um, the other thing we have for you, uh, as we said, we're going to keep it. We're actually going to put it to three. Is I love this just because not everybody uh, is a flyer and didn't have the greatest experience of going to uh, the best Catholic university in the world. But this absolutely applies. I'm assuming this came this came out right during uh, the game live when I believe it was Obi and Josh who were being interviewed and they referenced the sushi at VWK. First of all, there's sushi at VWK, which is like they got sushi, three question marks, but the best is this. And I absolutely think everybody agrees. That's cool. Keep your sushi. Those KU chicken strips were from God himself. Man, put on put the KU chicken strips on blast. What day did you get it? Was it every day? Did you have a special day for it? But obviously, yeah, man, those things were incredible. It, it was every day. And then you get the fries with the honey mustard. And, man, mm. the, it was the honey mustard that made it. Yes, and sir. You, you know, you get you get the 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 one uh the one thing of honey mustard, the one thing of barbecue sauce. Facts. Sometimes I get I get a little get a little creative. I, I mix them up together in one. Mm. Dip my fries in it. Dip the uh dip the chicken strips in it. If you if you know if you've been to KU, you know that the chicken strips are the headliner. Hundred um, percent. Man, I used to get my I used to get my my cup of fruit punch, my high C fruit punch. I stand in line. I drink my juice, get my get my fries, set up my little stations with my three cups so I could get my my fillings and my honey mustard, my barbecue, and my little mix. And yeah, man, I was locked and loaded. Then like on you know on a perfect day, you know BG would come to lunch, so then BG ended up paying, and then you just you get an extra thing of uh, chicken strips. So that was always good too. So you know, good times. love that, absolutely. So yeah, I just uh. We know it's a little bit of UDV for folks right now, but we're just so excited because anytime we can bring up the chicken strips in any type of pod, we have to. Obviously, we know that. So um, yeah, everybody knows that time of the month when they when their flyer would re uh, would renew and they got the extra money on their card. Yes, sir. And, whew, I need double chicken strips. Like you, man, you don't even know. And uh, Charles and I have uh, shared some text messages uh, previously. Uh, about how we weren't sure whether Jesse was ever going to be invited to the cookout anymore. Uh, and as things are uh, finally coming to light after, I don't know, 30 years of this, 20 to 30 years of this stuff going on with uh, one Mr. Robert Kelly, by the way, Chicago involved again. I just find this all so funny. But um, Charles' uh, tweet, uh, which is actually only seven hours ago. I know I'm not supposed to laugh, but this R. Kelly hottie clip is effing hilarious. Charles, go into a little bit. Give us a couple minutes on uh, one Robert, our Robert, one Robert. Well, Kelly I messed right that now. up because it, it auto-corrected. I was talking about the hog tie clip. <laughs> I know exactly he what said, you're saying. Now, like, now, like you know, we are gonna keep it a bean. Like that's if he he a nasty dude, man. But like just the, <laughs> like the visual of him, I'm just him like listening to him, just like what what I ain't never hog tied no. I don't even like what are you talking about? Like why are you sweating so much? Like, oh, man, like, he's not getting, like, he's getting horrible legal advice for him to go do that interview. Like, oh, oh my God, that was so bad. So bad. Oh, my Are gosh. You, like, he's really trying to go to jail because they, you can't, you can't be acting like that. 
No, you can't, man. I mean, I, I just... But then you got the girlfriends taking up his side on things, saying that he's completely innocent, which would threw me off, though, that there were two women, probably that he was dating at the same time or of some sort, and they were all in defense of this man. I don't understand, bro. I'm not, like, I... I read the more I read, the more confused I get. Oof. Oh, man, I don't know what's gonna happen with him, man. It, and it uh I I mean, I, I don't wanna say we're praying for Robert Kelly. That's definitely not yeah, happening. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, we 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 he's gotta go. He's gotta go. Cook County, Cook County, get him ready, get it get him them three hots in a cock, get it get it ready for him, hopefully. That would be the best thing ever. So um Man, so those were the tweets I think that really caught my eye uh, this week and definitely allowed you uh, to be able to share some of your thoughts uh, with the people. Um, but uh, So we'll be looking for, obviously, we're going to keep the segment rolling. And, uh, Charles, make sure that you are following um, at Charles Little 15, at Charles Little 15. You got to make sure you follow him, especially this is the best month to, uh, to be able to follow Charles. He is going to be bringing it on all sorts of levels. As uh, we have new uh, TV shows that are gonna be coming, coming back into play. Uh, obviously, going to keep you uh, very abreast on uh, the playoffs run. Even though Charles is getting a little uh, tired of NBA, but then March Madness this year, and so you might learn something, folks. Make sure you follow him at Charles Little Fifteen. So, man, let's keep it moving in terms of you know March. Uh, I was just kind of looking. I had to make sure on my time hop, and it was kind of bittersweet for me because it was my. Um, second year of being on the board uh but i had to be away uh from dayton and it just popped up uh for me today and i wrote apparently on facebook i wrote is i'm on that flyer high 18 and 0 at home this season 25 victories as i predicted thanksgiving week and see little 15 was honored tonight and then i said let's get it in ac so man it was i mean i don't i mean i just can't believe it but bro Ten years ago, man, to where you closed down the arena and you were the – so I want you to take folks back to senior night uh, for you, especially as uh, the Flyers just took care of their business. Uh, as you all know, for the 20th win is – oh, another prediction that Charles and I got got right over a month ago, uh, that the Flyers would win at least 20 games this year to be patient, 70-39 uh, to 39 over LaSalle. Uh, but – Man, just want to bring everybody into light of how it is to be a player and uh, going through that moment. Um, it's it's definitely crazy. It's uh, I mean, my situation was a little, little not different. It's odd. Um, I, you know, I I came in with there were two of us. There's me and Desmond when uh when I first started, and when, when we finished, it was just me. So yep. I mean, it was kind of uh, it was just different being the only the only person out there. Uh, I definitely remember my mom being there. Um. And just crying a lot. I was just really, I was, I wasn't sad, but it was just, you know, it's like Emotional. kind of, uh, you just kind of processing like, oh shit, like this is, this is really it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're here. And, uh, yeah. So then, I mean, that happened. And, and so then when the game started, I mean, we had worked on the, uh, on the opening tip. We had worked on it the night before. Um, we had been working on that play for like four years. We always like worked on it in practice and stuff. We just never ran it. And, uh, you know, we got the tip and we took off and, London threw me to live, and you know I tweaked my groin, but uh, whoa, I really? Yeah, man, I, I was I, my shit hurt. Uh, took my groin that day, uh, catching that live because I was I jumped a little funny, but it worked out. Um, 
And then after that, I mean, the main thing was just like I was crying, you know, when I got the dunk. But the main thing after that was just trying to win because the last thing you want to do is lose on senior and yes, senior day. It's my last home game. I'd be damned if I lose. So, um, and you were undefeated at home that year, right? So, so. Luke Luke went crazy. I remember he hit a bunch of threes that game. Um, kind of in the first half, kind of broke that game open. We uh, we just kind of coasted. So it was good. I think I only had like ten or like ten or twelve points that game, but I mean it was it was cool. It's definitely like it's definitely different vibes when um. You know, like that's not gonna be like your last game. Like you're gonna play even in like the A10, but then on top of that, you're gonna play. At least you're gonna play in the NIT again. Like we know by the time by the time senior year, we knew we were at least gonna play in the NIT. So we're NCAA rather. No, I'm saying like we were like no. I'm just saying like we knew we were on the bubble, so it was like oh, sure. we're gonna play in the tournament. We we're gonna go play in the NIT, so we're gonna play somewhere. Right. So right. Because like as much as people make NIT sucks, but if you're in the NIT, you're trying to win it. You're trying to play. You're trying sure. to keep playing. So of course, it's like you know. It's more games, it's more basketball. It was just very – man, that's an interesting point with that because you just uh, – and then as you were thinking about getting ready for conference term, because what did we finish in the conference that year for you going in? Because you got to 25 wins, um, and we did find nine conference-wise. Um, but uh, do you remember who you beat senior night, by the way? Uh, Duquesne. There you go. Good for you. All right, good. Jackson. Man, he was nice. He was and right. then beat us in the, and then they turned around and beat us in the, uh, in the, in the uh, tournament. That's right. That's right. And that's what yeah, you, like you always get like nervous. Yeah. yeah. But it, you know, we got the call and a six eleven seed, and you know, we handled our business after that. But more importantly, Charles is that was like hilarious. that was a good day. I mean, somebody, uh, somebody I was dating at the time. Um, oh. Okay. Knew somebody here we go. Knew somebody that uh that worked at CBS. So like I got a text like five minutes before the uh before everybody like before the announcement that that's what we were that we were in eleven seed. So like I was already there's no Twitter back then, bro. So nobody's breaking stories for real. Oh yeah. So I'm getting text. I'm getting like these. I got a, I got a text that said we were in eleven. So did you share it with the squad? I kept that one because I want to be, I, you know, I'm like, you, you get it. You get a text like that. I'm, I believe it, but I don't, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. what's up? But, you know, and then when it happened, I'm like, oh, OK. Like, yeah, she was right. So. Oh, OK. Was this and this was your lady at the time? No, this is just one of my friends. Hmm. OK. Just one of my associates. <laughs> On the roster or? No, 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 Ross, just, like I said, man, I'm a friendly person. Okay, all right, that's cool. We can keep it like that. That's cool. Associates are great. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Excellent. Like, Tony, it's a Prado type associates, or, nah, I got you. All right, we'll move on. Um, so, Charles, what do, you, what do you think was a better oop off the tip that day or to start the Xavier game with, with B-Rob? Um, I'd say the Xavier game just because – I had always like catching oops backwards. I always wanted to catch one backwards, like because I always would do it in practice, and you know, it's easier to catch. And people don't understand it's actually easier to catch a lot backwards than it is to dunk it forwards. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, when he threw it and he threw it kind of short, you know, it just it was like I said, it just kind of just kind of happened. But I have to work. I mean, I could do it. I've been doing that dunk since high school, so I just I hadn't really broken out in the game, but you know, a couple times, but. Yeah, that was a better one just because I feel like that one that I set my career high that night. Um, and two, it just kind of, even though we did lose that game, like I felt like it, it set the tone 
like really well. I always like, I always like setting the tone with the first, you know, getting a dunk the first point, two points of the game. Oh no doubt, absolutely, absolutely, man. If there was, oof, I wish we had that game back for sure. I think that was one of the ones I regret most. But uh, what do you uh, is we're gonna be talking about this next week uh, when we do pause before conference tournament starts. But uh, afterward, let me ask you this: Would you prefer? Tuesday night, I attended uh, the Butler uh, Senior Night, and obviously, uh, I, I honestly forgot about what happened with Real Madrid, which we'll talk about later on today, uh, because you don't understand, like, well, you understand it. Anytime you get a win against that school down south and Catholic School in Cincinnati, like, it completely changes your whole mood for the rest of the week, almost a month, really. And so I just was on a natural high for sure after that. Um, but what I liked was the players honoring uh, or being honored after the game and the players, managers, cheer, obviously the cheer squad, everybody, and then they addressed the crowd. Would you prefer that we do that at, at Dayton or do you want to like the pregame festivities and all that? Um, I mean, I, I, it's, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing, I think. I don't know. I just feel like if, if if you if you do lose that game, it just I feel like it smears the whole thing. It's different. Like that's why it's almost better to just get it out of the way in the beginning. Mm. So I don't know. That would be my yeah. I mean that's and that's how they've been doing it. So teach them. I got you. We're going into the red scare for you and like that last. I mean the whole place was standing. It was standing, standing and clapping for you on your way out. That was man. I won't forget that one. Man, because you were their senior too. Because everybody just kind of knew, like, all right, you know, this is one of BG's like first real, real dudes who's gonna get us to the tournament, man. So there was just a lot of love for you, obviously. And Flight Forty was in full session, so it was what it was. So, man, just obviously we have to make sure. That congratulations on your ten-year anniversary of that, uh, and closing out uh, the home the home schedule on your senior night, man. So. Yeah, that's one one of the one of the best moments of my basketball life. So, definitely one I'm not I'm not forgetting anytime soon. So, definitely a good day. Great Thanks for the reminder. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Absolutely. Great transition, as as we will say right here, uh, talking about uh, in terms of milestones and great, one of the greatest basketball moments of uh, this person's life. Uh, and man, how bittersweet is this? Is that LBJ obviously uh, being able to pass Michael Jordan uh, last night? Uh, but, however, he passed Michael Jordan when he was down by, I think it was 16 points. And, uh, but which is, let's focus on the good things for LeBron right now. So kind of explain to folks, how do you see this um, passing of Michael um, for LeBron? Are you seeing it more longevity or, or is this just a signal of all-time greatness and he has more, more records to break? How, how would you uh, say that you're viewing things for LBJ right now? I mean, it's definitely a testament to his longevity. Um, I mean, it's it's an amazing achievement. I'm just looking at it, you know, as people want to look at it in comparison to Mike. Mike still averages, you know, still averages 30 points a game and has the highest per game average of any player. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever. But it's definitely an achievement. I want to see him uh, chase Kareem and see if he, you know, see how he can go. You know, we're, we're, we're living and watching, living through and watching history. So, um, you know. I'm 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 fine with him attacking it. You know, it'd be nice to see him get uh get some more wins. You know, especially if he's playing on on my favorite team. But at the same time, like I was talking to my cousin about it yesterday, and he said, "Man, we're essentially watching Jordan on the Jordan on the Wizards." 
and I was just like, oh, that was kind of the first time it kind of had, had occurred to me. But, I mean, he's still averaging 27 a game, so like, I can't knock him. So just keep going out there and, you know, keep doing his thing. And, you know, records are made to be broken. So, you know, it sucks to see Mike get pushed off, but, you know, it's just points. Like, it doesn't it doesn't change my mind in, in any way, shape, or form that he's a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. So, I mean, it is what it is. Talk to me about, now that you touched on the Lakers a little bit, so I, I heard something today that uh, Insta, Instagram and Twitter were not even created the last time LeBron was not in the finals. That's crazy. No Instagram, yeah. no Twitter. And right now we are looking what if you start at the beginning of the year, the what I would say most folks would say, even though you and I have different thoughts on this as we shared uh, in last spot, the overall best player in the world is not going to even make the play. You know what? There's a point, point 0.5% chance. We will, we will put them fishing when it's time to put them fishing. But right now they are outside the playoffs looking in. And I mean, looking in from like the attic right now. No, they waved the white flag today, though. They said they're scaling his minutes down. So, that's to me, that's waving the white flag. They're saying it's a wrap, but it's not mad- mathematically a wrap. Maybe Mo Wagner yeah, and uh, Alex Caruso could maybe do Mo some Wagner, things. I don't. he did not look like an NBA player yesterday. Okay, that's ridiculous. But let's let's come back to your Lakers. He, your boy got hung. I saw him brick. I'm not I'm talking about miss. He bricked, like, five wide-open threes. Like, I'm just saying, like, he. I feel like – I'm not saying he's not an NBA player. I feel like he would be better served playing in the. He should have been better served playing in the G League as opposed to sitting on the bench as the 12th man in the Lakers um, all season. He yeah, needs reps. That's fair. That's fair. We could use. I mean, y'all are still. Where's Mike Mescal and all this? I mean, the Zubac trade that, is that ridiculous. That trade was pointless. Why didn't they just keep Zubac? Because Reggie Bullock nor Mike Mescal has done anything. Like we, like Michael Beasley, could just be over there. But Zubac could have been getting some decent minutes. I mean, he was productive. Very, very. He he won that OKC game, more or less, when they didn't have Bron. Man, that's a tough one. But I, are we? I mean, we're, it'll be time to bury him then. But I mean, we'll just put in perspective of what this streak means for LeBron, and, and also like what. And I will ask, as of right now, once again, that point five percent chance. But if they don't make the playoffs, do you think it affects his legacy at all? Um, not really. I mean, I, I, I'm still not changing. I mean, he's the second best player of all time by my, uh, in my estimation. Mm. Uh, this isn't going to change, you know, my mind. Any, he wasn't going to drop because he didn't make the playoffs. Um, he was never catching Michael Jordan, even if he made the playoffs. So, um, but here's a question I have for you, Boston. Do you think if he was on, let's say he was still on the Cavs in the Eastern Conference, he wouldn't, in my opinion, he wouldn't have made it to the finals coming from the Eastern Conference either. This year? Yes, no, not this year. He would have made the playoffs, but he wouldn't have made the finals. Well, we don't know quite yet. I mean, there could be some injuries. and. Uh, I'm just saying, in, in today's East, with his if the, on his usual Cavs team, he wouldn't have made it either. Just was a, he, he, he was in a no-win situation. He was either stay with the Cavs and lose, because they, they, those young boys were coming for him, or come out to L.A. and try to make it work. So, I mean, this year was a wash. Everybody said it before it happened. You know, the shop's a dope show. I'm so, yeah. I'm very nervous. Well, I mean, Bron is that's another thing. He's been putting in more work on the extracurricular side versus 
um, that in a and R and for two chains to you boy, you know. So but then we just got the release on uh, Space Jam two, or in terms of the plans coming out for that, it's just everything. I mean, while my man was chilling for eighteen, what's the betting line games, on the Monstars right now? Man, I don't know, but don't you think that they would have him win one this time and then get it ready for a sequel? I don't know. I feel like they might have to uh, they might have to do the do the Creed uh, plot line where they lose the first game and come back and win back to re- come back and win the rematch. Well, after LeBron goes and recruits uh, Anthony Davis and some other players. Yeah, that may be the case. Speaking of which. Uh, I guess for those who have not seen Creed, sorry about that. Maybe you don't want to listen to that part. Uh, it's been out for a whole year. <laughs> I'm just playing. Absolutely. If you aren't caught up on that, that's on you. But, um, man, it's just it's sad. It's, it's very weird not to see the best player in the world uh, going to this season, not going to be in the playoffs. But, um, this, but what it is is that, as you were saying, all these young guys that were, are coming for Bron right now, or would have been in the East. And one of the things that I've seen is that there's been a huge shift in the NBA. And, uh, Charles, I think this will be a good time for you to – I want you to touch on uh, the Adam Silver uh, uh, comments uh, as well as then we'll uh, talk about Charles Barkley here in a second. But because of the NBA is so much different from the NFL where the NFL is absolutely an owners and a team league. And I would say that – Adam Silver has done. This is one thing that I think of where you can tell the relationship is just better with the players, but he's made it a players' league. Whether that's going to be good for him in the long run, we'll see. Uh, but it's almost what players feel like they're above the media right now. Just they don't. They sh- people. Sh- we should just be focusing on them playing basketball. I don't know why that's the case because these dudes are making twenty, thirty, forty million dollars a year. Like you got to face the music sometime. Uh, but. What, what do you think is going on, especially as a person who was a professional basketball player? See, what you're saying then about the media, that's that's one of the main, I think the main components of it is, I feel like a lot of times the players are in no-win situations. So it's like... Um, say, keep, say more on that. No, no, no. No-win situations when it comes to the media. So I always, I keep seeing these interviews where they're asking Kyrie questions and stuff. Like they're Like these reporters ask Kyrie a question about how he feels about something. He then says that, you know, he didn't, he did, like, he didn't sign up for this. He didn't, doesn't like this. He thought he wanted this. Now he has it. He doesn't want it. All this other stuff. And then people, like, then the people I see, like, the next day on shows and, and, and I hear and stuff, they come out and go, well, I disagree with Kyrie. How can you tell that man how he feels? Like, so if you ask him a question and he answers, sure. your, and he answers your question truthfully, you don't even accept his answer. Like then your your retort like it doesn't matter, like you know what I'm saying. So I don't I I see how they just like so what's the point of even answering your question, is if you're just gonna even take my my actual actual truth and then disagree with me anyway. So I, it's just when it, when it comes to the media them just like, they're I feel like the players have legitimate points. Like I I also think like as as sometimes the media people like they ask dumb questions sometimes and they ask questions like they're trying to they're trying to dig for like a, a quote. Or, or, or like they're like leading them into these questions and stuff and like it's just you know I think there has to be a, a certain level of respect on both ends you know I understand the, the, the media people have jobs to do but like at the same time like you can be annoying and if like 
um, if somebody says they don't want to talk about something or like next question and the next person asks a question that is literally the same question the previous person asked, like, why do you think that's going to, um, how do you, why do you, I'm supposed to sit here and acknowledge you as a, uh, 35, 38 year old man. I'm supposed to look at you and respect you and answer you truthfully when you just, you know what I'm saying? You just heard this guy next to you ask the same stupid ass question. Now you're posing it to me differently. Like it's going to go over my head and I'm going to answer it for you. Like now you're like you're you're it's no you're patronizing me with with the with with the questions at some point like I see the questions that they ask Kevin Durant and they're just patronizing at a certain point and it's just like like he and he just that's all he does now he just sits up there and just calls him on his shit. Mm. I kind of I actually I kind of actually appreciate it like all right man tell him how you feel like at least he's telling you how he feels about it you and then they you can't you can't you can say at the end of the day when it comes to people. You might disagree with what somebody thinks or something like this, but if somebody tells you that's how they feel about something, you can't. You're not. Who are you to uh, make their their feelings feel invalid? So, you know, if Kevin Durant feels like that. If Kyrie's like that. If Adam Silver's saying that all these players are unhappy, they might actually be unhappy. Mm. Maybe instead of like going against them on that, maybe we should just accept that and figure out how that we can help them. And you know, like he was talking, speaking to the isolation. I'm not nearly at a level of never was at a level of basketball as those guys. And my life is, has a, has a lot of isolation to it due to the fact that you play basketball and there aren't, you know, when you're playing basketball at a high level, you know, from, from AU growing up to college, and, um, you know, you're not, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not in the population, uh, the general population of the, of the students in college. And like, I didn't go to prom a couple of years cause I had AAU tournaments and I was never really uh, at school after the season ended. Cause I was playing um, AAU out of town and stuff like that. So it, you know, being a basketball player can be isolating and I can see how, you know, once you, uh, once you get to that point of success and those people have all that money, you know, you feel that you feel that way even on a greater scale. And then you have all these people that are pulling and priding at you and stuff. So, you know, I could see, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody, everybody is unhappy, but I could see how you could, you know, finally get everything you want, and it's nothing like you th- thought it was, and you'd be unhappy by that. You and I have had like separate conversations, you know, on a personal level. Uh, I mean, just in general, like mental health and wellness, and how important that is, and uh, making sure you have a support system. And uh, one of the things, once again, I the NBA is the, absolutely the most progressive sports league in the world. Uh, by far, uh, non-toleration of any type of discrimination, uh, very much uh, wants to have a relationship with its players. Um, they, I think everybody, what I like to compare it to is that the owners know that if they're going to eat, the players can eat too, and everybody can be happy, everything can be symbiotic. And uh, Michelle Roberts is one of the greatest professionals out there uh, in terms of uh, from a labor uh, and, and a union standpoint, representation, she really, really has done a great job, and I think we're definitely going to avoid a work stoppage uh, here um, uh, when the uh, CBA is up. Can't say that for the NFL, so I, that's wonderful. But specifically, Adam Silver, he's quoted, says, we're living in a time of anxiety. I, he thinks it's a direct result of social media, and he and he also says this. He's a, Silver suggests it's a generational issue. That's not limited to athletes arguing that Jordan uh, era teams. And I love that we, once again, we, we, we do lit, we do have different eras in bas in the NBA. And I'm glad he acknowledged that the Jordan era uh, teams benefited 
from War, War Camaraderie, and uh, he uses a quote that Isaiah Thomas said, so championships are won on the bus. And right now, um, you know, Silver goes in, people are, players are always wearing headphones. The players are isolated and they have their heads down. Uh, and just want you to kind of speak to that a little bit once you, what, when you're hearing those words and uh, are you feeling that's the way the NBA is going and things of that nature? Um, definitely. You know, everybody's got their own brand. Everybody's doing, seems to be doing their own thing. I could see how, um, somebody who's much closer to the situation can come away with that, uh, that conclusion. I mean, the, the, to me, like the camaraderie is the best part of all of it. Yes. So, I mean, that's the part that, that is literally the, that's the secret sauce. Um, so, I mean, if that is, if, if teams are devoid of that and, you know, with this, this age that we're in, um, that lends itself more to, you know, to being isolated in your own little zone. Yeah, I can definitely see how that would affect the team chemistry, uh, for sure. You know, that probably is what's happening with, uh, you know, what's going on with Boston and and even the Lakers once. You know, LeBron, even the Lakers, like LeBron's like, LeBron is LeBron. He's so much bigger than everybody else on the team. So I'm sure, like, you know, as much as he tries to be one of the guys, he's not one of the guys. He's LeBron James. Um you know what I mean? So, like, Lance Alonzo can probably just hang out somewhere and be kicking it and be cool. Like, LeBron can't just hang out with them at the pizza place. You know what I mean? So, it's uh, it's it's hard, I feel like, to, and probably in those cases, to keep the camaraderie going. Um, and everybody is kind of off doing their own thing because, you know, you're in these big cities with a lot of money and you're trying to. Um, these, are, these are also the same people who claim not to be happy. So, then they're trying to synthesize their happiness with, you know, with their money and using their money to pacify this, this problem that they have, this pain that they're feeling. So, um, yeah, Adam Silver, great commissioner, right on the point. Uh, that's real. Appreciate you. Uh, once again, you obviously, I'm not going to say that you always favor players, but I've known you to be a uh, very fair person. And once again, your experience as a professional basketball player. Uh, as well as uh, understanding what what that isolationism could be like for uh, a professional athlete is important. So um, appreciate you uh, also being able to share on some some personal feelings and also just being able to give people an inside window of what it could be like. So definitely appreciate that and you being that's real we got a podcast, uh, on that front. Uh, I don't. That's right, man. Got to be real. This is where, where it is, uh, where it's going to stay. And so uh, looking forward to uh, be able to touch in on more of those uh, subjects uh, in the near future. Charles, as uh, you and I, before we uh, jumped on here, uh, as we uh, summarize things and uh, close out our NBA segment, uh, is once you be able to share kind of where, where you're feeling with the NBA right now. You, I, you uh, not a little not bit of too much. I feel like. On. It's a little. It's just dragging on a little bit right now. Um, like it just feels like I just want to get to the playoffs now. The way that everybody is kind of, I feel like we've all accepted that none of this matters because even none of this matters until the playoffs. Because guys like LeBron have said that, you know, I'm now, you know, I'm pacing myself. So we know that teams are like now that we've gone through the tanking and people sitting and all that things. Everybody kind of acknowledges that teams are pacing themselves to get to the playoffs. So it's just like let's just get to the playoffs now. You know, and at the end of the day, I feel like the Warriors are going to end up winning anyway. So we went through all of this just so the Warriors could win. That's great. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. It's just like, let's get to it. I'm trying to, I want to see if, if like, you know, these Giannis highlights are great, but I want to see if Giannis can do this in a series with, you know, some lockdown defense. And I want to see if MB's going to come yes, back. Yes, sir. 
and do some things. And I want to see if the Celtics are going to show up and get their shit together. They're going to get ran out the gym. Like, I'm just curious to see it. I want to see if, if Paul George and, and, and Westbrook are going to step up and learn from what – not ever let what happened, you know, happened with the Jazz last year um, happen again. So, like, I just want to get to it. I want to see if the Raptors, you know, what they can do with Paul, with with, uh, with Marcus All and Kawhi. So, I'm just I'm just curious to see it. And so, we're just in this lull of, you know, teams jockeying for playoff position and, you know, played out storylines with, you know, the Lakers who aren't making the playoffs and the, you know, Celtics who are in fifth place. And it's just like, let's just get to the playoffs. Quick lightning round for you. Houston and Golden State, are they in the Western um, Conference Finals? Yes or Golden State yes or for no? sure. Houston, no. Thunder. Who's your pick? Okay. Now, what if the so you're you're suggesting the Thunder would have to then either be yeah, the three or the six seed? Are you, are you, you're giving me the because it doesn't look like they're going to get know, the two. I guess depending on it depends on what the matchups are. Like I said, I think I think if the Rockets have to play the Thunder, okay, um, and it, it depends on what the second round matchups are too. If the if the Rockets play the Thunder, <laughs> the Thunder will win. I feel like the I feel like the only team that could beat the Thunder are the okay. um, Warriors. I think Denver may have I a little too much on offense for them. I'm looking That's at Denver I'm right now in that seven. Denver in that two seven wow. against the Spurs, and I'm picking the Spurs to win that if they play. Spicy with the take, yeah. I, oh, I'm Charles, I watched the Spurs play last night. They're, they, I, I believe in what I saw. Uh, yeah. Giannis going to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Raptors. It's going. It's going one. Yeah, it's going to be one two. Kawhi Leonard uh, going to the Eastern Conference Raptors, Finals. Raptors. Raptors and Bucks. Not like I already and like I already said, the Raptors didn't come out of that. Yeah. So Kyrie is gone. Is Kevin um, Walker a Hornet next year? Um, but. I just want to see, you know, there's certain players that, oh. that you that you like how they play, you like their competitive spirit, and you just want to see them in better in like a winning scenario because you want to see what they're like. I want to see what you're made of. Um, it's great to see him score, you know, 35 on um, 35, you know, a night, you know, for the for the Hornets. But I love to see him, you know, in a playoff series, you know, for in the playoffs, you know, in, in meaningful games and see if he still got that, you know, if he's still cardiac Kemba. So I just like I like to see people. You know, try to see people flourish, and he's put his time in it in Charlotte. Like he's he's the franchise leader in all the all the major categories. Like now it's time to like really like go explore and grow. So go be the go be the Knicks point guard. You're a New York guy. Go be the Knicks point guard. Or if you know if the Lakers can't you know can't get sign their first you know first target, LeBron and Kimball wouldn't be the worst thing. And then they can add a third person in there. But you know I think I think. Overall, in the Lakers' long term, they should be trying to get Anthony Davis and then sign Kimba. I feel like that would be uh, for next year. That would make them a, a very, very good team. So uh, I'm definitely down for Kimba changing teams. Okay. Does that mean you um, they might, just don't make the, probably make the playoffs? It's just, but what, like, what, like, what, what are they getting out of it? What's the long term of that? Is Kimba, like, is Kimba about to waste the next 15 years doing that? Like it's when Dame Lillard says he's gonna stay in Portland forever, like they're the they, he's talking about a team that is perpetually like a third and fourth seed. So there's an like he's one they're almost one player away. Kimba's fighting to make the playoffs every year. That's different. 
Not even close. As Trey Young closed the gap for the rookie of the year. He's wow. Oh, man. Okay. He he made it a hot line. Luca made go it. Go ahead a and hot go line. ahead and say what you want to say. Like, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Like Luca's been Luca's been like Trey Trey's been playing <laughs> better. Watch Trey play yesterday. He's like Trey's been playing better. He was in ball in the last like ten to twelve games. But Luca's been doing this all season long. Like I don't I don't nah. He's it's no. There are too many peaks and valleys in Trey Young Trey Young season. He's making a late push, but I feel like over the totality of the 82 games, Luka's been the best. Luka's been one of the best 20 players in the league. Mm. Okay. Not to mention, oh, well, we appreciate you doing that lightning uh, round. Worst and, uh, defender in all of basketball, statistically. Touche. Not that Luka's uh, been known to. Put the clamps down on anybody quite yet, of, but on on defense, entry I guess. Um, well, we appreciate your attendance uh, <laughs> at this, uh, the Sloan Conference. That's the goal, Leslie, sir. Appreciate that. Thank you. Sir. Oh, that'd be great, Maeve. That'd be lovely. Maybe you could be able to touch base about a. Uh... <laughs> well, never mind. We're not going to do that to you here. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, so, man, I texted you uh, as we make this uh, transition uh, to uh, one of our last segments here. Man, I, I had this analogy that I just couldn't wait to talk to you about. Was It was so interesting because, you know, all of us FIFA players, one, we are so excited now that Martin Tyler is the right. play-by-play for the Champions League. Because it sounds like he actually listened and played to the game. He is so phenomenal, man. I told I was uh, talking to uh, one of my one of my friends, uh, EPL friends, and we were just like, man, we just want story time with Martin Tyler or Ian Dark. The voices are just iconic, man. They're great. And so it was so funny when Neymar came up, and of course Neymar rocking cross. Yeah, they two earrings in with the crosses. I ain't. It was like it was almost like with the Lakers when Kobe came down to the to the bench after Dwight uh, fouled got fouled out and when uh and then Kobe's like uh oh, nah we're gonna come and make sure everything's all right when the Lakers got swept which was the last time y'all been in the playoffs by the way but neither here nor there but the Neymar thing just made me trip I'm like oh my gosh remember three weeks ago people were like man PSG could be better without Neymar. This, that, and the third. And here's my analogy. Neymar is Kyrie in so many ways, bro. In so many ways. Questions about whether the Celtics are better without Kyrie? Like, no. When the when the you know, when the rubber meets the road here, yeah. he left we the have the exact the situations. Neymar, yeah. Messi with Braun, Messi and Braun. Might be on the side. Yes, bro. I'm telling something. you, the Neymar and Kyrie situation. And you know what? PSG going home again in the round of 16 as we uh, transition to Champions League. Charles, what the hell happened Man, on Tuesday that, afternoon? I thought Paris, soccer players bro. were used to Paris um, playing was in burned. the rain, but apparently not. And they just, I mean, Gigi Buffon had. Just two, you know, two inexplicable plays, gave up the freebies, and I mean they got the um, they got the one goal back with Bernat. Um, but that that handball, I mean, the the football experts I listened to said it was a handball. 
Um, in slow mo, in slow mo, it looks right. like one. In real Agreed. time, it doesn't really it look was. like one. Um, that's just a tough call to be made on the road. Um, with in stoppage time, like that's just like, ah, oh, that that referee can never step foot in France again. Um, yeah, like that was just a bad call. But I mean. Vars working, no Charles. I get it. You man. can't yeah, turn your back I think that and was then raise your elbow. Was still down, so I didn't think it was like he was like really. It was more. It was more in a natural position than an unnatural position, is what I thought. His arm was down, so it was like where else was he supposed to go with it? But I, I mean, I'm, I'm with it. The soccer, I said the soccer people said that they thought it was. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming around to it. Uh, Man, you definitely put a great effort in to even put themselves in position. So. Um, Lukaku's been making the best of best of his opportunities. Been beasting. Uh, oh my gosh, man! Mm. Yeah, he's on the been on one. He needs to be, until he until he cools off. Like he's he needs to be starting. Uh, Bro, they I know, I know. they didn't have Pogba. So. They brought a reserve side to Paris, and you know what? What in what was Tuchel doing starting the the backup goalie to start yeah. the game? Are you kidding? This is the biggest game, like, of probably, you know what, it's not even a question. It's, it was definitely the biggest game of his managerial career, like, whatever he was doing at Dortmund. Like, no, man, this is PSG. This is the reason why they spent $270 million. Right. So that, that's here. the team that, instead of Real Madrid, that should be the team that, be trying to, that should be trying to sign uh, Jose. Yeah, I think you know what. Madrid needs to chill, and we'll we'll talk about their epic failures here in a second. Um, I want Pochettino really bad in Madrid, and there will be an opportunity. And they think they could, there will be an opportunity to go get him if Tottenham doesn't win the Champions League. Uh, they got Sons. Anything possible, but no. Hey man, here we go. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe Son can score. Delhi's coming. Delhi's you know, coming back in, in Wembley, but wait, he didn't. They have a chance. It's all about the I mean, draw. It's all about that, the draw, that, though, right? That Madrid and the draw, draw against Barcelona. It's, it's, I think. I think it's smooth sailing for Barca. I do too. I think that's their only. I always thought that would be their kryptonite, and definitely if Juventus is gone, uh, if they lose to Atletico, it's then. Barca. It's just them. It's just them and Man yeah, City. The I think they'll, they'll beat. Uh, I, I, I. They'll beat United. So it's just them. I don't think you. You don't want to play. I still City think they'd beat. I still think they'd beat City. Just because if they're at the Etihad, if they're at the Etihad, yeah. they can put up a two. I feel like. Goals, I feel like, like just because they're playing no Pep problem. style, like they like the, the all the important people in Barcelona play the same style, so they understand it. So it's like it's not exactly. It's not, you know, I feel like the, the advantage is, is when it comes to that is I'm always going to take Messi in that situation because they know what they're doing. They know what they're trying to do. It's like running a zone against Syracuse. It's like, That's yeah, fair. you know what you're doing. That's uh, So, obviously, we had to cover PSG first and Man U just because it was fresh in mind. We just couldn't believe exactly what happened. You and I were texting. You were like, man, this game is so trash, but so great at the same time. And Rashford's penalty was just, I mean, yes, the penalty had to call it, but you still have to make, make the 
make the penalty in order to go up 3-1 uh, and then be tied 3-3 on aggregate and go through on the away goals. Yeah. That penalty was amazing by him. For him to he lift the ball right against too. one of the best goalies of all time. That's right, he incredible. barely missed it. So, I mean, he sure did, didn't he? Soccer is really is a game of inches, you know, yeah. as much as football is. American football is. So, um, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it worked out for him. And yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like, United's, United's dangerous for sure. Um, if they can get some people healthy, um, maybe by the next round, we'll see how it turns out for them. But it also, it also depends on the, on the, on the draw because if they end up – you know, if they end up with Florida or somebody, then you know they got a real good chance. But somebody, some yeah, somebody's gonna look up and get. Florida oh yeah, they could get to the finals. Be real happy with their draw. That was the one thing with Porto versus Roma is that you knew you were gonna. Yes. Well, we thought this last year when you guys caught Roma uh, after you, but uh, let's not dwell on that because this isn't. We will. Have they played uh, as we'll ass sure we give them their praise. Give him a shout-out. Yes, he did. And you All think right. he could have helped in Madrid? You know what? Let's get on them right now. So you let over the last three years, Ronaldo, arguably, let's just – the best. he's definitely the best striker since – of, like, my lifetime. Uh, well, the major transition for me, one of the best midfielders in the world of all time. Also, when he was at United and then – or one of the best wingers and now became one of the best striker in all of the world out of the door. Pepe, a leader Ramos and him had good, good synergy out the door. Uh, just, and then the bench, Marcelo and Isco, like guys who made contributions for Zidane, like in one big, big games for them, big, big games. Isco didn't even make the team sheet. This week, I don't understand that. It's not like everybody was healthy. Lucas Vasquez hurt. Vinicius Jr. got hurt. Like so, that's when I knew things were going to be a problem. Bale was already in in the game. There was already, and then Ramos, El Capitan, him and his band, and now whose fault is this? Is now, I just don't know what's going on. And you know what? I'm biased because I I love Madrid. I love Madrid. But they are literally paying, playing for to make sure that they're third place so they can qualify for the Champions League next year. What what has um, happened to them the last three weeks? They're not very good. They're not very cohesive. Their best players don't show up. Um, I watched them play three times in the past week. I have yet to see Luka Modric um, have any effect on any of the three games. He's the reigning uh, Ballon d'Or winner, and he's just doesn't like he's he should be out there making it more, far more impact than he's been putting in especially like against Ajax and stuff like you got to be doing things um Tony Cruz it hasn't showed up in any of those games like these guys that have been known to show up in the big games have not been playing well have not shown up at all haven't made any impact on in anything like I didn't notice the you know I don't I barely noticed them out there um I don't know why they're not starting Marcelo especially in um these Champions League games that they need to win um. Right. Well, it doesn't matter now. Anything, he, he, he got no more Champions League big games. Game, <laughs> I trust him. Like some players are just big game players, and you got to trust them. Like he, he would have made something happen. Um, he will randomly yes. score a goal out of nowhere. He will. He's, nah, he's, very, very trustworthy. Isco, is just even though you know the Spanish national team is my favorite national team. So, 
you know, I'm a big Isco fan, but he he never like I hear I hear about how great he is, but I never really see it. And he has flashes, and he's like it's all about cons- you know consistency with him. So I mean, once he's out of favor, and they're bringing in these other players, and you know, you know, there's not the room for error is not not as great as it needs to be. You know, your minutes get chopped real quick. So if he don't want to, you know, it might be. I think Isco actually needs to change the scenery. I think so too. I, it, it'll be. He was a teenager during the golden generation of uh, Spain's run. Obviously, the incredible like twenty ten to twenty fourteen that where they. Were, I mean, it was just incredible what they were doing those eight years or uh, over Spain in like six to eight years, uh, where they took care of things on the European side, uh, and then also with the World Cup, uh, just incredible. And like so, he was looking up to all those guys, and. Now everybody thought it was going to be his turn to like be a leader in it on the national team, and he just. I'm going to give them a pass because they lost Lopetegui yeah, yeah. before, like, what was it, two days before the World Cup started? But I feel like uh, I feel like Koke ridiculous. falls in that uh, in that, in that um, category but, too. Yeah, like I hear I hear so much about you, but I, don't I agree. See it. I agree. Right, and that's a problem in it, and obviously Solari like. I don't know. I mean, he's going to be out of a job here soon. I can't even believe he'll make it to the weekend. Well, I heard they're trying to get him out of there. He just has the caretaker situation. I was after that. Yeah, so maybe tomorrow when people are listening to the podcast, maybe he'll be out of a job. I don't know. But whatever has happened, it's unacceptable. Um, need to offer, I would like to see 120 mil at minimum to Harry Kane. And Harry they, I'm willing to even almost go up to 180 at this point. His valuation. Oh, yeah, at this point. Just because. Yeah, at this point, it's just time. Uh, you have to replace the goals that CR7 left. Kareem Benzema, God bless him. He he's he was great. But if you're not going to. And then also, I if Bale like doesn't Benzema even want to learn language. Can, I give Benzema The disconnect there is like just horrible. Of all the ones out there that are like trying, I feel like he's at least giving like maximum effort and doing his best. No, no, but I sure. feel like I feel like he he's can't like, finish. I see him like chasing balls and stuff like that and getting back, and you know I, I appreciate his work rate. You know what? The work rate didn't really work out too much, did it? Against when you lost to a Dutch team uh, for the boys, first time ever in a knockout. Boys, they, they, they got, I hope they, got the, uh, they highlight clips, right? Because that was, oh, man, that was, they styled on uh, Real Madrid. That was, yeah, uh, Barca. What's my man from Tadic. Ajax? Tadic. Yeah. What's his name? Dominated. Tadic. Tadic. How can, how can you not even make Southampton's lineup? Southampton, who struggles to stay like above regulation in the EPL, but Tottenham, right? He was incredible. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, he was bad. on some like Iniesta type stuff. Bag. He was incredible, all the way in his bag. You know what? We're not even pouring out any liquor. We're not even giving them a proper burial. This version of Real Madrid is horrible. Need to blow it all up. It'll be fine. Blow you guys will spend the money. Up. And maybe even Perez, even Perez needs to get. So you, you said so. Is Harry Kane your number one target? It's just terrible. Here's the thing: I used to not be, I wasn't as sold on Harold Kane, and it was probably after they lost to Ghent, 
which is ridiculous in the in the Europa League. But this twenty, obviously for the twenty eighteen World Cup, where he had to actually be uh, a leader and be able to see what yeah. what he did. What was he twenty four year old captain? Uh, Tottenham has been in the top four uh, for the I think the last four years. Uh, he doesn't have any trophies, but part of that could just be Tottenham may just not be built for that. But I'm cool. You know what? It's 180 for Harold Kane. Let's just make it a cool 200 mil, and let's just get what about, Potch uh, and Harry Harold what about Harold together, and let's and let's start it over. Okay. He's coming. He's already a done deal. I'm I'm okay. I'm thinking it's gonna be a 400 million dollar summer. I think yeah, it, it's worth it. No, I, I you gotta blow it all up. 175. Be honest with you. Shouldn't be that much. And do whatever you got to do to get Potch off his contract. You get Potch, Hazard, Potch, Hazard, and Harold Kane in your middle. Keep Casemiro. Keep Cruz. I think you got to – I think Modric is – even though he's obviously the rating of Ballon d'Or Mooner, like he's probably gone. Um, I, 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 I just – or his work rate was way too much. I think he's still tired. Yeah, and then they were. It could be time, and that's okay. It's it's hard to start fresh, and then the, the person that you just have to create a two year plan uh, for him to become uh, maybe a youth manager is, is Ramos, because Marcelo Marcelo's going to go to Juve. Like he's gone. Carvajal's probably going to stay. Once again, another one of your Spanish team members, but you have to get some goal scorers. You you just can't you can't. Play Barcelona and not score any goals. And well, you got the young boy up front. Over so this is more about what do we have? 180 that, minutes. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about going forward weeks. though. Like if you He's put 18. you put Harry Kane up there with, with him, is that taking his minutes? Or are they gonna are they gonna figure out a way? But I'm. It doesn't matter. But I'm saying it doesn't matter. It has to be, I'm go just go saying four, it has, to, it it has to make sense. Is what I'm just saying. Like you can't just as much as. I'm not. As much as I know, like they're kind of devoid of talent. I'm not also the same person who thinks you can't just throw. At certain times, you can't just throw money at a problem. You got to make sure you're throwing the right money at the right people. So it's just like, you know, Real Madrid has so much money to play with. Like Bale's got to go. Point blank. Period. Like that's uh, task number one. Bale's got to go. So get as much money as you can from him for him. But he's got to go. Um, it's not working. I don't, even, I don't even know why he's fighting year. it at this point. It's like, bro, just go home. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Like, I know you probably maybe the golf is more is better, you know, in mm. Spain right now because maybe it's going to be raining too much in the UK. But he's not even making an effort go to home. like be part That's of the squad. Attitude about that. Like you can, he, like I said, he can be on Arsenal or somewhere. Like somebody will pay the money. Stop. He's an upgrade. Stop. He's an I hate upgrade. you. Stop. I feel like he'd, I I feel like he'd play fine in, um, in the uh, EPL. I feel like he'd do good. Yeah, it could be fine for him. It just well, the rumor the rumor trains will start even increasing more because Mourinho ain't gonna like his ass. That's for sure. If he comes, even though I will be, I will tell you this day is as true as as true as I say things. March seventh is today. March seventh. If Jose Mourinho comes back to Madrid, I'm I'm quitting my fandom until they. I, I don't care, until until he's gone. How you feel? You better boycott it. It's just not happening. The one. Yeah. The one comes. You're gonna. It's done. 
he's done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to forget that I was going to spend the extra $20 on the sports. It's not happening. No need to. <laughs> we don't even have the pod is uh, the pod doesn't have enough tape on it to for me to go go into things. It just won't is, last. Is Jose the Larry Brown. He's trying to put a band-aid and try to like reclaim. 100%. There's no question. And this could be in every this could be his last thing and unfortunately there's not going to be like any scandal to like put him on of being like, "Oh wow, you really cheated out here and you can't do what you're doing." Like yeah, he gets more chances than a little. He's bit. a special one. Uh, he's special, all right. I mean, like he says, he has. <laughs> no, I'm. You know what? I'm not spending ten more seconds on Jose Marino. Tuesday, next Tuesday. Let's go with predictions before we end things. Um, you and I were talking uh, a few weeks ago. Juventus and uh, Atletico Madrid. I think it goes to extra time, and I think Juventus wins in extra time. I don't know. I just got a feeling now. Now that Madrid's out, I think Juventus is going to go on a little run here. So we'll see. What are your predictions? Atletico Madrid they, today. Hold on. A 2-0. 2-0, 2-0. Um, uh, 2-0. Yeah. I don't know, though, because it depends. On the, Back I feel, in I, I feel like Juve could win 2-1. to one. And so uh, Atletico would have the, the away goal that they needed. So, mm, that's kind of how I was leaning on it. 2-1, Juve, but they lose on aggregate. And they're, and they're scrambling at the end. I'm going 3-2 uh, in extra time. Make it, make it happen. Okay. All right. We'll see who wins on that one uh, between you and I. Manchester City, Schalke, we don't even need to spend any time on that. Man City's at Etihad. Um, that lets me know that there's 1-2-3. and three. Uh, three so far EPL teams are through because we're just gonna put Man City there. Uh, next Wednesday, uh, Barcelona Lyon. Um, back at the camp now. You know uh, what? This could be five nil. We'll see, man. If they're on one, uh, or, they or are feeling themselves. Zero zero. Barcelona in could the eighty seventh minute. So I mean, we uh, who knows? But, yeah, it and depends then the on goat, if, and then the goat gets the a touch and it's over. If we're playing usually is uh, how much Coutinho played. If Coutinho doesn't play much, we usually play well. Uh, if he plays a lot, it means we probably didn't play well. So if Dembele plays, I'm, I'm usually Dembele. Something good will happen. He's gonna run. He's gonna figure out a way to get to run. I agree. In those, in I agree. Lines like, and create some havoc. So anytime he's good, okay, I feel good. I'll. Um, I'll say 3 0. I'll go 2 0. 2 0. Okay, 2 0. That's fine. And then I think uh, no one can argue this. Um, and I'm so interested to see because we have not heard what he wants to do. But Klopp is now down one point uh, with uh, matches level with Man City. So Liverpool is uh, second in the league for the first time um, officially when. All games are all caught up in the EPL. It's the first time in uh, quite some time, in months. And so when you talk to their supporters, they they say that the EPL is most important uh, in winning the uh, Premiership uh, because of their, I think they're in a 30-year drought of uh, the, the domestic league, something of that nature. But they are at Bayern. Ugh. Ugh. I have no idea. Part of me, 
thinks Klopp just. I'm gonna go. Oh. I'm gonna go one to one. I think it ends in a one one draw and Liverpool gets through. Um, That's what I think happens. I'll just go two one. Two one Bayern. They get the they get the go ahead on some late fluky Wow German nonsense. Some like some like, you know, flares and you know, it's gonna be one of those crazy environments and they're gonna get something, you know, it's streamers on the field and stuff and they'll get a random goal in the eighty ninth minute or something. But Jurgen does Jurgen has never struck me as the type of person okay. to treat either. So uh, I feel like the, he, the supporters can say all they want to say. He's not backing down or vouching. In his head, I'm sure he thinks he can win both. Well, when we uh, come back into, uh, we're actually going to give two pods out next week. Uh, Tuesday night, we'll be talking about, or, um, well, Tuesday night, we'll recap uh, the uh, previous days. And then uh, on Thursday night, we'll be recapping to see whether. Arsenal is out, whether Liverpool is out, whether Arsenal is going to be out of the Europa League. Uh, we're going to recap things uh, for the Nobody weekend. Nobody cares about the fun. Europa League. I'm really excited Stop trying to get your Arsenal shit um, here. Stop trying to get your Arsenal We're just back, trying to get our top four. Just let us – can we just get into the Champions League? That's all I want. Because I have to – I don't okay with this. I will not spend any time on Real Madrid if Marino's there, so it'll just be all gunners okay. all the time for me okay. next season. Okay. Uh, so that's where we're at. Um, Charles, we always try to uh, leave the people with a little bit of serious issue. Uh, and before we go, um, there are a couple, there's this one thing that I want to make sure uh, that we cover uh, for folks as we uh, get away from, obviously, we can talk soccer all day, uh, but got to make sure we bring it home on, uh, on some real stuff. Charles, what is the let me see, let me see how I can you can edit this if need be, but Charles, I just have to ask you: Is Will Wade going to coach another college basketball game um, ever? I don't think so. I'm like, how is he not suspended? It's been five, seven hours since apparently they say my man's on tape. Saying, "Wow, that's a really good deal." Talking about a recruit. Uh, How is he not suspended? I have not a clue. Um, this ain't gonna end well for him, though. I think. I think just because of the timing of like they can't suspend him like the day before the SEC tournament, like that's not fair to the 15th best team in the country. I guess it's you know I can see the internal investigation um, leading taking place all the way until the season's actually done, and then him getting suspended or something. I mean, they like they they've kind of swept the NCAA's kind of swept all this under the rug as best they could. So I mean, I'm sure they'll continue to do that because they don't want anything taking away from March Madness in the tournament. And if you're gonna have LSU playing in these games, I don't see how them bringing more attention to this and suspending players and suspending coaches is gonna help the overall product. I don't know how you feel about it. You live in Indian, in the, in the home of the NCAA, so I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, listen, I don't even know why Sean Miller got the coach this year. I still don't know. You know what? And I'm a, I'm a believer in karma to a degree. How Bill Self was even a coach this year, but you know what? The streak is over in Lawrence, and. 
I just don't understand how people can be on tape and yet they still have jobs. I think Will Wade, because of uh, his notoriety, isn't to where uh, he's not a blue blood. So I think right. they're going to make an example out of him. Example and out of him. Not to mention, nobody uh, in Louisiana so cares about LSU basketball. Yeah. Or Shaq. Maybe I'm Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf, maybe as well. Yeah. No, nah, but I'm just like, that's yeah. not like a priority. So, like, it, if this had happened to, to the football coach, if this happened, had happened to Coach O, this would be a, a huge deal. But they don't really – I don't think anybody really is checking for the LSU basketball team like that. So, it's not, it's not a major pillar of uh, college basketball. Yeah. Spring game will be will be in while – but now, so this is where – now, what are you going to do? Do you get rid of the coach? Do you suspend the coach? Is that somebody's spot now open for the NCAAs? Because if they have some illegal players, like, how are they going to deal with this, man? Like, this is happening two, three weeks before, two weeks before Selection Sunday. This is really real, man. I don't know what people, what they're going to do. This is very interesting to me. I'm, we're going to be monitoring this, and we're going to give you some thoughts. I'm, I'm not I'm very, very interested to see how this is going to uh, play You and me out. both, because like I said, I don't know. I just, you know, the optics of it are terrible. You don't want that hanging over the tournament. So I can see this, like I said, being put on the back burner for a couple of weeks and then addressed once uh, once LSU is actually, um, you know, out of the tournament and stuff. But you can't have, you know, let's say, what are they? They're probably like a three, maybe a four seed right now, depending on how they finish in the SEC tournament. So they have a legit chance to, they can make a run to the Elite Eight, you know, yeah. 16 or whatever. And you don't, you don't want that storyline hanging over the you know, for sure. ESPN for for a week, two weeks, three weeks. So, um, yeah, I can see this getting taken into the summer for sure. Oof, oof. Well, man, it's strange, strange times. The people getting caught up on tape. Got to know what you're doing out here. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a bag boy out here, you got to be like Jeff Capel. Do your business, get the brotherhood and involved then you gotta bounce and go to pit you know so nobody gets caught we'll wait out here thinking that i mean just like with old miss with hugh freeze why are you beating alabama what there's no way that you're doing this legally lsu is beating kentucky and at rup there's no way they were doing things anywhere type of legally so that's where we are right now man it's had to run it by you of uh as I'm sure you've been part of some recruitment stories and things of that nature, but this is very interesting. Yeah, getting it's, caught up on tape like this. I mean, it's, anytime they got you, anytime they got you with a wiretap with a video, it ain't working out for him. It ain't working out for Robert Kraft. It ain't, man. It's not. They got you, man. They got you. I don't know. <laughs> or Kelly, they got you on tape. They got you, Jesse. They got you. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else you want me to do, man. Oh. I've grown. I've grown up in, in, in the age of uh, listening to Lance Armstrong tell us that he wasn't on, on steroids, and then he was the whole time. I've grown up with A-Rod saying he wasn't on steroids, and then he was the whole time. Uh, Whitney Houston saying she wasn't on crack, but then she ended up being on crack. So, like, I'm, I'm man, you, you, did they say you, enough people say you out here being foul, you probably out here being foul. So, you know, very rarely does that shit end up being proven wrong. Hmm. Yeah, you are not wrong. You are not lying, my brother. So, yeah, all right. Well, we had to leave y'all with that. Uh, for for those uh, college basketball fans, 
Charles, well, you know, it's always a pleasure, guys. Sign off. Uh, we keep giving it to you. Keep keep getting better. Keep pushing at it. Um, share it with your friends. Uh, retweet it. All that good stuff. You know, we appreciate the love and the support. Yes. Um, what else we got for you? Oh, my man, Dez. R.P. Mr. Rankin. Uh, he'll hear this. He, he listens to he listens to the pod. Uh, always giving me some good feedback. So sorry to hear about your dad, man. Um, other than that, you know, stay positive. We'll check back in with y'all next week. Blessings on that. Appreciate you listening to the Charles Little Podcast. Uh, once again, next week we will bring in uh, two pods of what we're going to be recapping and uh, we'll, you know, for the weekend listens uh, for those uh, who will be preparing uh, for uh, the weekend. And we have a big one with uh, Duke UNC, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, and then just all goodness on uh, a lot of good NBA out there. Uh, and then obviously – the Emirates, uh, another Arsenal plug. I'm so excited I got that in against against United. It's going to be fun. Charles, you're the best. We greatly appreciate it. Some real, real topics for folks. Make sure you are giving us a listen uh, and retweet and uh, share it on Instagram with all your friends. Signing off from the Charles right, Podcast. Too. Thanks, Charles. Have a good one.